Welcome to For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett, and this is your number one source for all things sports, health, and fitness related. Oh, hold on, Coach. What does For the Health of It stand for? Good question, Austin. The For and For the Health of It stands for our four principles, which are mindset, movement, nutrition, and recovery. Okay, cool. Let's do it for the health of it then. Welcome to another edition of For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pad Padgett, and today I have with me Jessica Dunnett. Done again. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica is a bodybuilder in what division? In figure and fitness. Figure and fitness. And she's also yeah. a personal trainer and entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Jessica, thank you so right. much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you allowing me to, you know, speak today. So thank you for that. Indeed. Indeed. So uh, before we get started, tell us a little bit about your background in athletics. Okay, um, I started off in gymnastics around, I think, my, around middle school. So I did that competitively all the way up to my 11th grade year in high school. And then my last two years, or my last year, I actually got involved in track. Um, gymnastics, of course, we had all full events, all four events. My favorite was floor. Um, I loved anything with power, explosiveness. Um, and then when I went to track, um, I did the, the relays, um, the 100, 200, um, and I did the hurdles, surprisingly, as a 5-1, <laughs> but did the hurdles and also did long and triple jump. So coach knew, um, my coach knew I was like really heavily involved in gymnastics, so he put me everywhere, almost every single event that <laughs> could be possibly done. Um, so that was my athletic background. And then once I hit college, I pretty much continued to just train and work out. I was thinking about like competing for or signing up for track, um, college level, but I just was more focused just with school. Um, so I never really pursued it. Um, but just through, through school, I just continued to train and work out. And that kind of, of course, led me through uh, personal training and bodybuilding now. So that's dope. That's dope. Uh, what's your major in? Yeah. Uh, kinesiology, so health, um, well, most people, kinesiology for short, right. but I'm um, exercise and sports science, yeah. All right, cool. That's dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Same here. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's cool. And also, I'm a track coach uh, for the high school I work at, so that's cool. Okay. <laughs> Good deal. Cool. So you understand about all those events. I, was I, I do. About. And I do. And uh, yeah. the funny thing is, uh, when I was at my previous high school, one of the girl, one of the girls' coaches was like, "Hey, if she's a dancer, I'm gonna put her on the hurdles." So it's <laughs> you do the gymnastics, and he was like, "Yeah." Yes, that's exactly what they assume. <laughs> that's dope. That is dope. Okay, so let's talk about uh, what what made you want to get into bodybuilding, like, or just tell me how did you get started in it? Um, well, I was interested in like fitness modeling and advertising at the time, and um, I went to Texas for like an audition. Um, I started training for that. And then I actually came back. Um, I got actually a personal trainer here in town and um, he was telling me, you know, you ever thought about bodybuilding? And I was like, no, because I thought, you know, all I thought was like a very manly person. I don't want to be a manly female. You know, I wanted to look feminine. And that's what was my mindset at the time. I just didn't think, you know, I could do something like that in that sport. And I thought I would lose my femininity. Um, and so anyway, he just told me to like, go to one, check it out. I went to one a few hours away, checked it out and like fell in love. Like I'm a competitor by nature. So I love to compete. Um, and so from there I was like, all right, you know, let's find a competition let's go. And we started training for that. And, um, I pretty much got bitten by the bug. Once I did my first competition in Nashville, um, in 2018, I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. 
And um, I started learning more about the sport um, and different divisions and where I fit. I started off as a bikini um, and then I went into figure because of um, just my body build. So, okay. and that landed me here. Mm -hmm. That's dope. So tell me about the difference between figure and fitness. Okay, so big difference, but still some um, similarities. So with figure, um, it's of course about the posing, um, your physique. Um, they're looking for that nice V, showing your delts, um, that small waist, um, and of course, um, nice toned legs. And of course, the judges have certain things, criteria for us, the definition and things like that they look for. Um, fitness is a lot more acrobatic movement. So that's when the gymnastic background kind of came to play. Um, so it's a more tumbling, um, strength movements, it's not just tumbling, but just showing like how strong you are, being able to hold your body weight, being able to tumble. And then your physique is also judged too. So um, figure, fitness is pretty, is, to me, it's more difficult than figure. Figure, you're standing, you're posing, and you, you make sure you're well conditioned. But fitness, um, you having to do a lot of endurance and cardio um, on a diet. So it's hard. It's, it's, it's definitely a challenge. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so how long have you been personal training? Two years. Okay. Two years now. Uh-huh. Two years now. And I, I, I love it. It's, it's good to be able to motivate others and at the same time, you know, me motivate myself towards my goals too. Okay. So it's very rewarding. Okay. And how, how long have you, you've been in bodybuilding for about two, roughly two years? Almost two years too. Yeah. Almost two years as well. Um, so just about tip for tap. Once I started the business, I'm at the end of that year, going into that net, early that following years when I started getting into the bodybuilding. So just about tit for tat. Mm -hmm. So uh, what year did you graduate college? 2015 okay. from the University of Alabama. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. All right. So we got personal training. So you went to, you roll tide? Yeah, I'm a roll tide. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm roll tide. I always tell people I never get caught up to like the, you know, I was like, I just went for the education. Gotcha. Um, I probably went to one game. I just, I was not into it, but you know, roll tide. I mean, they gave me my diploma, so roll tide. <laughs> okay, all right. And if you don't uh, mind, uh, what high school yeah. are you from? County High. Okay. County okay. High. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. And then y'all oh, wow. be Wildcats. Yeah, we're okay. the Wildcats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, one thing I want to talk about for my my upcoming season or this season that you're in. Uh, I want to talk right. about five components of physical fitness, which are uh, muscular mm -hmm. strength, muscular endurance, cardiovascular endurance, uh, body composition, right. and flexibility. So I want to know, in your opinion, which of those five do you feel is the most important and why? I think all of them are really important, but I think the most important for me, I think, is the body composition, understanding your body fat, because I feel, feel like that, if you understand that, you understand, like, flourishing muscle endurance, your flexibility, um, your strength, um, all that, to me, that's the foundation. So I feel like if you can understand where your body fat percentage is, your, your composition, then you'll be able to maneuver in those other elements a little easier. Um, and then you understand, okay, you know, I need to understand what size weights to use. And um, I need to understand like my cardio, my cardiovascular endurance and understand where I am now and how I can progress. So it just allows you to dive into those other ones a little bit more um, as well. So I would say the body fat understanding your composition being the number one. Nice, nice, nice. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of expected that one from a bodybuilder. Uh, 
course. <laughs> but hey, I, I, I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. I think there's no wrong answer as long as you can yeah. justify it. Uh, so yeah. very, yeah. very intelligent answer. So you said you graduated college in 2015. Uh, right. And you started uh, training and uh, competing uh, in 2018. What were you doing right. between those uh, years. Well, between those times, I was actually working at a hospital here um, as a physical therapy technician. So I was pursuing pursuing physical therapy at the time. So training was nowhere on my radar. Um, I trained a few people just periodically, you know, people would see me at the gym, hey, do you train? Things like that. Um, that was my background degree-wise. So I could have went right into personal training. Um, but that just was not my mindset. But um, I was at a hospital um, in acute care, um, dealing with like, you know, really serious uh, issues when it comes to patient care. Um, so that really helped me as a trainer, understanding, you know, the rehab process. So I definitely am, you know, blessed for those few years. Um, that's pretty much what I was doing, just working, you know, um, the normal nine to five, um, go to work early, come back. And um pretty much that was it. I was still trying to do the fitness advertisement. So I was, you know, doing photos and trying to stay in shape because I thought I was going to go like that direction. Right. And I kind of am, but you know, so that's what I was doing in between. Okay. All right. So yeah. uh, one, one thing when I was in school, uh, mm -hmm. I, I started off as like a kinesiotherapy major. Uh, have you ever heard okay. of Okay. I have, right. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So one thing that really like kind of pushed me out of that, uh, man, if this guy, if my teacher ever watches this, he gonna be like, nah, I'm disappointed in you. But uh, oh. the, the setting like seemed kind of depressing to me. Like you, you'll yeah. be mainly working with a lot of veterans and uh, not that mm -hmm. working with veterans is boring, but just that, you know, they've been through a lot and then you got to work right. from day in and day out. So mentally that drains you and then it's the setting just stays kind of stagnant and that would kind of bore mm -hmm. me. Did you, did you get that setting or did you get that feeling or how was it for you when you were a PTA? Yeah, for me, it starting off when I was like uh, undergrad and I started doing internships that I did experience that boredom because it was more like in a clinic setting. It's the same old, same old showing the, you know, the patients, their exercises. When I got in the hospital setting, it was a little different. Like that's when it kind of spi it spiced up a little bit. And I was, you know, I told myself, this is something I really think I want to do. Um, but it is, it is that it can be a little mundane because you're doing the same thing over and over. You get bored and the four walls feel like they're closing in on you. So I can definitely relate to, to both, to be honest. Um, but and I think when the hospital said it kind of, you know, broadened my horizon a little bit um, because it can, it, it can be pretty broad when it comes to, you know, especially physical therapy right. portion. Um, but if not, mm -hmm. you, you can easily become bored doing the same old, same old. So I can relate to that. Yeah, definitely. So do you have any ambitions in getting back into physical therapy? Or um, some, someone asked me that. I want to say no. Um, you know, we, we still use some of that, you know, um, within the fitness arena. Um, I'm not belittling the full of physical therapy is very needed, but I think um, my call is a little bigger than that for me personally. Um, so I don't see the video of short answer straight to point. Now I don't see my, myself going to back to that. No, but I, I mean, that was always been a passion of mine. So, but I think it was just like a bridge to kind of connect me with fitness and to help me help my clients even more and understand I'm at a, at a, like a deeper level. 
or not. As I they can, come in. I can definitely yeah. feel you on that. Uh, yeah. A lot of people see, uh, well, just the nature of physical therapy itself is it's kind of like a reactive measure versus a proactive measure. And then, it, right. you know, people are, if you're, if you're active, if you're physically fit and physically active, the chances of you getting hurt, working out or doing whatever, it's going to happen. You know, you take a hundred mm-hmm. people, maybe 10 people get hurt and then mm-hmm. that's the need of a physical therapist or whatever right. else happens with a, a car accident or anything like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But personal training and strength conditioning coaches, those are more proactive fields. So I True. On that. True. I can yeah, I definitely relate. I, and that's, I think that was one of my things too. Like you want to do something that's where you're helping people who are able, you know, to help themselves in a way. And um, so I definitely agree. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you don't mind, can you tell us about one of like uh, your most exciting client? You don't have to name drop them or anything. Oh yeah. Um. Yes. Um. I guess I can say one of the most rewarding experiences I've had. I had one um, in particular. Um. I had to pick up something from her house, and uh, we. I really dive into like self reflection. Motiv- you know, make sure I motivate them. Um. You know, self love things like that, and so. When I went to her house, um, she went around back. She told me to come here. She said, come around, come around back. And around the back side of her house, she showed me where she meditates, where she um, prays, and she has her her time. And I teach about that, like having your time, um, you know, self-reflect, things like that. So she showed me her little oasis. And um, when I came back around, her husband told me, you know, you know, you really, you really helped my wife transform. Like she's, he was basically, he couldn't even put it into words. But I knew what he was saying. He basically was saying, like, you know, she's not she's not just different physically, but he can tell as a wife and as a mother, she was different. And I was like, bingo. I'm like, that's that's what I want to see. Um, the transformation within the clients that I train, not just to see their weight and inches come down. That's all good. But to see them be better people is rewarding. So um, that was something that, you know, I, I will never forget that experience. That was most my most rewarding experience for sure. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Uh, so your clientele, uh, can you tell me about the makeup of your clientele? Like yes, yeah, so predominantly women is oh. pro-female. Uh, we, <laughs> but men are, I do allow men to come through um, periodically, but it's, it's ma- mainly um, women-based, um, just an area where it's their oasis um, to get their body healthy. Age range is from 20 to 60 range. So it's a big uh, age gap there. Um, but mainly um, women, um, pr- pretty much predominantly. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. Tell me a little bit about your experiences in bodybuilding. Uh, okay. Well, hold on. I could tell you how I first found your Instagram. Uh, okay. <laughs> a guy named uh, Drake, or no, Drew Crumbly. Y'all competed in the same show this past summer. Uh, his okay. is uh, Mississippi Muscle. Uh, yeah, I think I yeah, I think I do remember that the uh, IG name. Yeah, he uh he won his class and you won your class and y'all are all on the stage together, big black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh huh, I do remember. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I saw your page and I was like, okay, black chick, let me check her out. Clicked on her and yeah. it's like a little Afro puff. I, was, That's I, I got a clip. I you saying that. So uh, can can you speak on that? Uh, just, yeah, um, for us, even the natural style, even yeah. on stage, yeah, that, honestly, one, two, three, that was probably my fourth competition, I think, the one you're talking about, and I wore the natural bun, and it was so liberating, so freeing, because usually I wear, 
and most wear a wig um or they wear braids or but mostly they wear wigs and i just wanted to feel comfortable i knew i was doing a tumbling routine i knew i was doing posing but i was like i want to feel comfortable i don't want to have to worry about worrying about the hair and so that was the first time i actually wore my natural hair on on the stage and um I'll debate it, you know, a few days for the competition and say, well, no, I, it, this doesn't work. I'll just put a wig on, you know, but I just knew I just wanted to be my natural self. And it was just like, and that was part of it. My natural hair um, was part of my natural self. So when I did that, it was just the best competition. And like, you can, from the photos, like you can tell, like I had a good time regardless of the placement. I'm glad I placed good. I mean, you know, that's definitely important, but you can tell like I enjoyed myself because I felt so comfortable in my skin, you know? That's dope. That's so true. Yeah. All right. Uh, so as we know, this year or uh, when this actually plays, it'll be 2021. But you competed a couple of times in 2020. How is that experience or how was that experience competing in 2020? Um, it was a challenge. Um, we ended up having, of course, closed down a lot here. So um, I had to even get quarantined. Um, so my training stopped for about two three weeks and i was like hey coach you know i feel like i felt like i was losing all my muscle gains and everything so i was outside having to be creative with workouts um i did lose i can definitely tell you know i lost a little bit but i felt very unprepared for the competition um and i kind of like you know just broke down to my coach and i was like hey you know i, I feel like i don't feel like i'm ready and this was the, the previous one i just appeared at um i was like i don't feel like i'm ready he's like you know you're ready you're good you're good and um he reassured me um, I hit the ground running with my, you know, with my coach and then also the skill set coach, which helps me with the routine. Um, and then once I did that, it kind of was a confident booster because I had someone helping me with my routine. But it was definitely a challenge because I, I had a fear of getting, getting COVID, getting sick, knowing if that happened, then, hey, I can't, like, especially the final few weeks of competition, I'm like, no one breathe, <laughs> don't breathe, like nothing, because I felt like, hey, I might contracted and, and that was very nerve-wracking and I'm not being you know light on the issue because I know it's a very serious issue but I was nervous of possibly getting it because you know you work so hard like three to four months you invest money you invest time um and energy and then you come to that point hey you can't go you need to and you missed the date so that was a big fear but I just kept you know I was just very prayerful during that time and um I did fine but it was definitely a challenge for sure. I mean, you can't go out like normal, you know, to gyms. Right. And how was, was kind of training? And how was, how was like all your training classes during this era? Yeah, we, we shut down for about two, maybe three weeks and they were so ready to come back um, because it's tough for sometimes them to be motivated inside their own house because sometimes when the gym is their getaway just for themselves, you know? Um, and so we had to shut down. We went virtual. Everything was via Zoom. Um, all their workouts had to be converted to how, what they're, um, how they are at home for is what they have around their house. So it was a lot more work on my end to make sure they could still get a workout. They could still stay accountable, motivated, um, at their house. So that was the, probably the most, the hardest thing was just trying to keep them motivated and bring that same energy in front of like a little screen, right. you know? Um, and it, I think it grew them a lot cause they had to learn how to step up to, you know, a little bit more. That's dope. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So you, you've been personal training for two years and you went from uh, being a PTA to personal training. Right. Uh, when did you know that you wanted your own business? Um, I, I actually didn't. I um, 
once I was trying to pursue the physical therapy, that was not working out. I started reassessing. I thought healthcare management. Um, and then I knew something, I knew something healthcare, you know. Um, so I reassessed. Someone messaged me on IG saying, hey, you know, I would like you to do health coaching, blah, 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 blah. And, um, you know, I was kind of, you know, I always, you know, talk things through and I was talking to my mom. I was like, hey, you know, what do you think about this? And she's like, why don't you do your own thing? So that's when I said, okay, I think I'm going to branch out and do my own thing. I was scared because I didn't know anything about doing my own thing. But um, everybody was placed in my path to help me. Um, I got a business consultant. She's out of state. She's still my consultant now. Um, and she consulted with me, like, how to do everything from the LLC, everything. Um, but I, I didn't, was, it wasn't my plan. It's just out of, like, not being able to get the direction I wanted to. I just started reassessing my route and seeing, like, which direction, what direction do I really want to go. Um, I knew my main goal was to help people. Like, it has to be something in that arena. And I knew it had to be motivating, you know. Um, so, so, yeah, that kind of, you know, got me here. Makes sense. Yeah. It definitely makes sense. So, uh, yeah. We've talked about, well, before I go here, I want to go right here. Uh, it's 2021, uh, you know, New Year's resolution and whatnot. Yeah. People are wanting to get in shape and stay in shape. What advice do you get? Mm, yeah, I was thinking about this. Um, I would say if you're trying to get in shape for 2021, um, I would mainly say embrace the process. Don't put a timeline on it. Um, that's the thing I would say, because a lot of times we, this is the question I get, how long will it take me to dot, dot, dot? And that's the question I hate to hear because I understand the question, but at the same time, you have to, you have to fall in love with the process. Um, it's like me asking my coach, all right, coach, how long for these legs to get toned? How, how long do I have to wait to these legs to get toned? Um, I have to embrace the process. I have to train day in and day out. And that gets me, and I start, stop thinking about the end goal and I just let my body just transform. So I would say if you're going in would be to, you know, follow up with the process. You're going to have moments where you slip up if you're eating, you're, you're going to have moments you're not going to work out. You're going to have moments where you just don't feel like it. Um, but to push past that um, and do what you can do each day, each day, try to do something better. Um, just like we better ourselves daily. What can you do more today um, to get you to your overall goal? So I would just say, take the time limit off um, and embrace the process. I like that. That's what I'm saying. Like mm -hmm. It's the process. I like that. Yeah. Very 76ers. Like yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've been hearing that so much lately. I'm like, but it's so true. But it it's is. Crazy, it, it, man. It, it, it's so true. As, as, it's the pressure off. Yes. As cliche as it is, it is very true. It yeah. is. It is for sure. All right. Uh, so we, we know that Jessica is a bodybuilder, uh, figure mm -hmm. competition and fitness. We know she's right. a personal trainer and an entrepreneur. Uh, you know what you do now. Now, can you tell us why you do what you do? Huh? Oh, that's that's a good question. Um, I believe it's always important to have a why. Um, the why I do what I do is because I just I'm a people's person. Um, I'm introvert, same time extrovert, but I am a people's person down at heart, and I I think for me, I like to be able to to motivate people. I love being able to inspire them. And I know, you know, that might sound so basic, but I love that feeling of being able to give something that I'm gifted with, with be the gift of training or gift of motivating, um, the gift of words to be able to push someone else. So that's pretty much why I do what I do. And I, I and 
it's it's tough and sometimes i ask myself why do i do what i do but i know deep within like i know i want to be able to see people's lives transform and i know for a fact like just seeing how when they're more confident in themselves how they you know they dress different they say well i'm wearing you know shorts today i'm wearing a sleeveless top today i wore this dress out with my husband that's rewarding um to see them you know come in the studio with a little bit more you know uh their chest up higher and head up that's rewarding you know um and just to see like you know they're able to play with their kids more um because they had health issues before but now you know they can hang with their kids and play more um that's all that's rewarding to me so i think that's what keeps me pushing you know that's cool that's cool i like yeah. that uh, i like that. i like to be an inspiration and inspiring their people i appreciate right that. so uh Let's talk about your last show that you competed in in 2020. Uh, okay. What, what place did you come in? And how was so it? we came in the top. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying. How was the training process? Go ahead. Yeah, I came in the top five. Um, they chose two for pro. Um, I wasn't able to get the pro card, but um, you know, hindsight, I I'm I'm glad I didn't, and that's hard to say, but um, it really put me in a whole another gear. And I talked with my coach about that. I'm like the jazz that competed before is not like the jazz that's like here now. Um, my drive for it is like on a whole nother level. Um, and I, you know, I was talking to my coach last week and I was on the way home cause I travel about 30 minutes away or 45 minutes away. Um, and I was like getting teared up in the car because I'm like, man, I, I really want this because not proving it to anybody else, but proving to myself that I can do it. And so, um, you know, it has been a tough process, but definitely, um, having to really reassess my goals from that competition because I was in a bigger pool, bigger class of women, different people from around the world. So, um, you know, you have more competition. So it made me realize like, Hey Jess, you know, you step your game up in this area. Um, but it was the, the best competition I've had in a while because I made a lot of friends behind the stage. Um, and I really had to, I, I got to see how it is at a national level because I never competed at a national level before. Um, so I got to see, okay, this is what they're looking for. This is what the judge is expecting. And these are how the athletes are looking in this arena. So um, I'm definitely thankful I, I place how I place. I mean, I was glad to get the top five, and I couldn't ask for anything better than that. So Yeah, so now you definitely can. Uh, that's an accomplishment. Uh, you might not have, yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. You might not have got the goal you wanted, but top right. five in your first national show is definitely an accomplishment. So yeah, nice for you on that. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, I, I haven't seen any videos, but from the pictures that I saw that you posted, you look like you rocked the stage. Like, thank you, thank you. I, I haven't posted any on IG yet. I posted on Facebook. A few okay. of my clients were saying, like, show us the video. I'm like, <laughs> no, but I, I posted it, and um, yeah, they were they were so proud to see see it. And you know, I'm very critical you know I'm, I'm a person like i'm a go-getter like to get it get what i'm if i'm if i'm focused on i want to get that goal and um you know it was good for them to see hey you know my trainer didn't get that goal but she's still pushing and i'm like yeah i'm more driven than ever now that i didn't reach exactly where i wanted to get to so definitely not definitely not over with the comps <laughs> good yeah I, I love yeah. love the motivation and i love the drive uh yeah i tell I told my wife one time uh mm -hmm. she was going through an issue uh, yeah. No, don't upgrade. I clicked the wrong thing. Uh, no. Right. no. That's okay. No. All right. So we should still be, yes, yeah, we're still recording. All right. Yeah, I see that. So uh, 
told my wife one time when we were going through an issue uh, just with her uh, trying to pass one of her step exams. And, she, you know, she was kind of down and dumb. So I was like, you know, people love a good comeback story. Like, Don't they? they? They love a good comeback story. Nobody Love loves the winner, that person that mm-hmm. wins, wins, wins. Every. And they right. never, like, are down. And behind right. the scenes, you never know how hard that person's working. You know, that person's mm-hmm. always working hard. But, right. you know, if people can see your struggles and they know what you're going through, they're going to be cheering for you. They're right, right. So, 100%. I, I agree. Like, I just piggyback off of that. Like, I was telling myself that, I'm like, man, like, like I'm a person. If you tell me no, I'm gonna probably do it. If you if you say it can't be done, I'm gonna try to find some way to get it done. So, you know, that was like, you know, it telling me, you know, hey, okay, you came short. All right, well, look, we gonna compete again, and so and see where we go. And like I said, you never know your outcome, but my main goal is to get better every time, better every time. And I'm a person I love a challenge, so like I'll st- I will step up to the plate. Good. I will step up to the plate. So I'm excited to see what happens. So. So what's on the plate for 2021? Um, continue with the business, continue to, um, you know, help women with their health goals. Definitely competing. Um, we, I talked with my coach, we're going to set the next competition for May. Um, so I'm already like last a week after competition, I was at the gym and that was my off week. And, um, I was like, yep, let's get it. So definitely to compete again. Um, I don't know, do some more talks. Definitely. Um, I love public speaking. So any, thing like that, um, where I know I'm motivating um, people across the age group, definitely more of that. And um, I don't know, just kind of go into some different doors within um, fitness, definitely looking into like, you know, the fitness modeling arena, I still enjoy that. So that's something I would like to get into. Um, and so, yeah, we're just going to see. It's, I'm trying to like condense all my goals. And that's what I was going to do last night and then kind of like put who's going to be attached to each one to help me get there. Um, but trying to make sure I don't put too much on my plate, but make sure, hey, you know, I'm being proactive. So that's what's up. Well, before we get you out of here, Jess, uh, you got anybody you want to shout out and then also drop out your, uh, shout out your social medias. Okay. um, So starting with social media. uh, So IG or Instagram is Jess Life, the number four and then fit. um, Jess Life for fit. Instagram, let's see, Facebook is Jess Dunnigan or J-E-S-S. Then the last name, D-U-N-N-I-G-A-N. You'll see my business page attached. The, most of the content is about pretty much the same. Um, and I don't know. I don't, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to my tribe, you know, uh, my clients. Um, and then shout out to my coach, uh, Greg, Haley, Tiff. And that's about it, I think. <laughs> and my parents. I mean, I would definitely say my parents. But like I'm doing a grand speech with my parents. <laughs> Hey, that's dope. That's dope. Hey, Jess, thank you so much for coming on for us. Uh, we definitely yes, thank you. And uh, major, major uh, shout out and good luck to you in this coming. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, you know allowing me to speak and thank you for the support. That means a lot. Indeed, definitely. We're going to continue with too. I look forward to yes, sir. growing our professional relationship. Amen. Amen. All right. This has been another episode of For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corian K. Pat Patrick. Thank you.